Hi, I'm John Farmer, and the next hour of your radio listening, podcast-absorbing life is Georgian Bay Roots, 60 minutes of the music being made and played in Grey Bruce, with folk and roots music from across Canada and around the world mixed in here, too. You can catch the show every Sunday afternoon on 560 CFOS from 4 to 5 p.m. and anytime online through the podcast, which you can download from SoundCloud or subscribe to on iTunes. If you're not that kind of listener, you can catch every episode at summerfolk.org slash Georgian Bay Roots. I should mention that if you tune in on 560 and you hear an attack game, cheer them on because Georgian Bay Roots will be up next, as you perhaps discovered last week. Today we'll start with some get-together songs in the first set, hear an interview from Summerfolk in the middle, and end with some folks who have recently played or who will soon be playing in the area. We're starting with T. Nile from British Columbia, who managed to mix banjo and reggae vibes on this song, Get Together. Ah. Uh... 
That was T Nile with her song Get Together. She's from British Columbia, but I've heard rumors that she's planning to tour in Ontario in 2018. From west to east now, David Miles is a self-described roots musician whose musical sensibilities dance between genres and whose music gets audiences dancing between aisles. He recently released an album that honors early rock and roll, channeling the sounds of Buddy Holly, Roy Orbison, Elvis, and the like. This is the title track from that album. It's called Real Love. Everybody is living in a dream Flashing lights and smoke machines Everybody is looking for the war Before the night is over and the music is gone It's gonna change them, it's gonna change them It's gonna change their life Let's just make it work for us tonight 
that was Real Love by David Miles, putting another stitch into a theme of getting and being together. We'll string the theme along loosely again with a song from the pride of Fergus, Ontario, Madison Galloway. Madison has been a regular at Summerfolk Youth Discovery and Music Biz tune-up events. It's funny to say that this is an old recording because Madison is currently in high school, but this song is from a few years ago. It's called Come and Go. Madison Galloway. You might have seen her this summer at the Mwanjiiding Festival Canadiana playing with her band The Mudguppies. Here's a local name you might also know. Margaret Wiseman teaches high school along the Huron shore in the day and makes music in the hours and seasons in between. Here's a love song from her, I'll Be There.
Makes you want to sway and snap, doesn't it? I'll Be There by Margaret Wiseman. Have you ever wondered how people make albums? They're expensive projects. You have to write the songs, find a space to record, pay for that space and the gear, get the tracks mastered so all the songs are balanced and the cowbell isn't too loud, have someone design the packaging, and then make physical copies. Sometimes labels pay for all that. Sometimes people get grants, and sometimes bands run Kickstarter campaigns and offer pre-sales to raise the necessary money. The Lifers, one of the most dynamic bands in southern Ontario, just launched one of those campaigns. Check it out. First, here they are with Three Sheets to the Wind, from their last album, Out and In.
Check out thelifersmusic.com for more information about how you can support that band. And stay tuned. There's more music from and a feature interview with Estonia's Trad Attack right after this break. Trad Attack played Summerfolk this year. They're a three-piece band from Estonia, drawing inspiration from traditional and archival recordings and mixing them with guitar, drums, bagpipes, and flutes to create music that sits perfectly at the intersection between traditional folk and contemporary indie or rock music. I'll give you a taste before I play part of my conversation with them, recorded this August. This is Mom.
I'm in Summerfolk uh, with Trad Attack, who are all the way from Estonia. Welcome to Owen Sound. Is this your first time touring in North America or have you been over before? Uh, we were here uh, last summer. In July we were uh, uh, playing in Vancouver and uh, that area. And actually we uh, passed by also Toronto playing culture festival here. And then uh, in we were playing in Mon Mundial Montreal as well. So it's third in time in Canada. How does your experience of the Canadian folk tradition compare to the folk tradition back home? Uh, well, it depends uh, which side of Canada you look. I mean, uh, we have uh, many good friends in or uh, uh, on British uh, uh, Prince Edward Islands. Uh, two bands, Canadian bands, uh, Ten Strings and the Coatskin and uh, the, the East Pointers. Uh, so we have met in uh, several occasions in during the some festivals and uh, it seems that uh, they have uh, as nice folk culture as we do and uh, also the government and the country supporting that uh, to keep the traditions alive and to bring them over so uh, it feels it feels that uh, yeah we have kind of the same wave going on and that's that's really really nice and uh, we are really glad that it happens here as well and as festival wise then we can see many uh, different things if you compare to european festivals first of all all the audience here they are sitting they have their own chairs <laughs> <laughs> that's and really old, and they are older as well. Yes, and that's really weird, but uh, we get to used to it already. And uh, what else? Ah, and you have this uh, workshop concerts where you have many bands on the stage. I have uh, I have not seen it outside of Canada. It's very fun because you can hear the other artists and maybe jam together as well. So uh, these are quite uh, two big different things. <laughs> yeah, I had the pleasure of seeing you folks in a workshop with Moulettes yesterday. Oh, yeah. Do you find it that other bands can jump in on the kind of music that you're playing? or like, Do they know what to do or do people just sit back and watch you and go, What is when this? We, when we were playing in uh, Vancouver Island Festival, there was kind of this jamming went on. And then we played the, one of our first tunes, which is like a butter making tune. And it seems really and like a really chill, easy tune, but actually it's really hard. And I remember like shouting on stage, "It's on three, not four! <laughs> <laughs> so the jamming is cool, but it's tricky. I, as a musician, I always first listen to what the tune is. If I know the tune, then it's very okay. But if I don't know, then I take the first 24 bars just listening or figuring out whether I should play or what should I play. Also with the mullets, it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of impossible to jam <laughs> to yeah. jump in because the, they are uh, really changing uh, the rhythmics and and the structure of the song all the time. So I think uh, yeah, for us and for this kind of music, it's better to play it alone. <laughs> so you we can we can do the traditional stuff uh, if if somebody wants to play with us. You talked about it being strange that the audiences are old uh, or older in North America, you're finding. What is the state of young folk music like in Estonia? Well, I have an uh, example when uh, one band from the US called Water Tower Bucket Boys, uh, bluegrass band, came to the biggest festival of Estonia, the folk music festival called Viljandi Folk Music Festival, and uh, then they saw 
all the young audience and uh, till that moment they had played only for the like US audience kind of uh, also older audience and uh, those guys went crazy <laughs> uh, they started to uh, feel alive again they started to drink they started to party they started to jump on their instruments and break them a lot <laughs> so uh, I think it's uh, somehow it it uh, yeah it keeps or like gets you going somehow in different ways yeah but it, it's the old older it's I think the audience he here is great they also buy a lot of cds which is good for the artist uh, uh, they're interested they're yes. listening yep. so you can really see that uh, uh, they are not here just for uh, fast and uh, party tunes but they are actually listening what we're saying so that's really nice but when i when i look for example to our social media statistics then um, the most fans we have uh, age between 25 and 35 I don't know, there's nothing much to add. There's just a lot more younger audience interested in uh, traditional or roots or folk music in Estonia. How do they get exposed to that? How, what is their introduction? It's actually, uh, I think it's the wave now because um, now we have young bands like us playing young uh, people on the stage and uh, it wasn't like this uh, 20 years ago. It has, uh, the folk music has made some kind of uh, circle and revival again in Estonia. And uh, now the bands who are popular, they are young musicians and they are cool. They are, the attitude is not that you have to wear, you know, long skirts and have long hair to play folk music and, uh, and you can uh, do whatever you want. For example, we bring disco balls on the stage with us. So uh, that attitude and also the social media helps a lot. So um, they see, and people are actually in, in general, they are looking something new in music. I think people are getting tired of the, that uh, typical pop music and they are finding new alternative uh, ways. So. I wouldn't agree on that one. There's always loads of loads of uh, very uh, shitty music to be made. Yeah, that's but, true. But, but, it's, but, but no, it's good it's to hear that people want to hear something different, which you see here also in the festivals. There are quite a lot of people and they don't go away in the middle of the concert like to buy a beer, which is also a bit different because in Estonia, if you go to a festival, you can drink beer wherever you want to. But usually here it's like non-tolerant or you have a space for is with my limited knowledge of the history of the Baltic area you, you just identified like 20 years ago as a time when that wouldn't have been possible and that that the resurgence of interest maybe in specifically like local national music and identity would be stronger now does that follow political ties or evolutions or is that just you can now share what you're doing through social media so much more easily. Yeah, that's basically because uh, we had a... I mean, the Estonian traditional music has been there for, I don't know, decades and <laughs> decades. Uh, our, uh, we have a l big archive collection of traditional music and uh, there were like backpack players who were also really, really popular in like 40s, 50s, I don't know. Oh, no, no, earlier. Er, even earlier, but yeah. It, it, so it, it means that it, it's not, this is not actually connected. I mean, the independence. By the uh, way, we have the re-independent state today. <laughs> I uh, disagree because I think it is uh, connected. In the beginning of the 90s, we got independent again. And uh, actually, uh, it was possible to study uh, the music and to play it uh, everywhere you liked. 
So Worf, and there is, uh, it started is... to the interest to to your own music started to grow from there because before that you weren't actually allowed. You were allowed to play what the uh, government told you to play. So now you could start to play it again, whatever. Which didn't mean that they didn't want to. They just couldn't. Yeah. Like yeah. my, I hear my mother and father say like where you could pl you could listen to uh, old Estonian I don't know jazz records there was one guy who made a lot of tunes and you listen to them in your basement very quietly mm. with your whole family mm. you wanted to do it but you couldn't so you did it like secretly and yeah. then after the independence you were like I can do it I can listen to whatever I want to and I think the whole world is going there because of the if we would freedom. have the independence earlier it would happen earlier as well yeah. Yeah. so yeah. that's that's what i meant yeah. that yeah we are free now we can do whatever we want yeah. thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today thank you, thank you. you're welcome that was part of my conversation with trad attack i'll post the rest of it online this week here's one more of their upbeat songs listen for the jaw harp and pipes this is kabbalah Kabbalah by Trad Attack. I'm tempted to label that one as punk folk. 
There are young bands all around the world folding traditional tunes into contemporary forms and vice versa, writing new songs that fit the mold of traditional music. Trad Attack referenced PEI's The East Pointers in that interview, which is as good a reason to share their songs as any. Here's Work That Way. This isn't what she said this morning Before I tip my cup I set it down and leaned on in Baby, such a gentle whisper This isn't enough A love that neither one of us can win If I want to know the Pointer's Juno-winning 2015 album, Secret Victory. They released a brand new album at the end of September, and I'm going to try to play you some of that music next month. You'll have to wait for that one, but you don't have to wait long for more great music. There's a whole nother act coming up right after this break on Georgian Bay Roots. 
Hello, we are Trad Attack from Estonia and you are listening Georgian Bay Roots. We're starting off the last act of the show with a song from Corin Raymond, who played in Own Sound earlier this month. Here's a song about the small town Canadian touring folk scene. It's called There Will Always Be a Small Time. Stars rise and stars fall. You can never count them all. I'm glad to see that yours is on the rise. Nearly everywhere I go, I hear you on the radio. (laughs) I can't say that I'm surprised. But the big time is a long climb. You can slide back in no time. And if your stars should ever fade, I'll be right here acting half my age, <laughs> strutting all around the stage, still having fun and getting paid.
record store, record store weren't there no more. I know I hate to see it go. I guess that don't really bother me. I pay my bills and drink for free. I'm selling records of my own. The music's come back home again. Nowadays we're playing in the parlors like the way they used to do. Oh, the big times they are changing fast. The only thing that's gonna last is that folks like us sing songs to folks like you. Speaking about the small town Canadian touring folk scene, the next three songs all advertise upcoming gigs. Newfoundland songwriting Juno winning poetry singing sensation Amelia Curran is coming to Owen Sound on Friday, November 3rd. You can see her live then and hear her sing on the radio right now. This is Song on the Radio.
That was Amelia Curran. If you, like many Canadians, are a fan of Joni Mitchell, a handful of Grey Bruce's best musicians are mounting an evening of Joni's music on November the 7th. You'll hear David Sarita, Kira MacArthur, and Tyler Wagler play Joni's songs on Joni's birthday. And maybe that's all you want. Here's Joni Mitchell now with All I Want. Looking for the key to set me 
sweater Wanna write you a love letter Wanna make you feel better Wanna make you feel You can hear more of Joni's songs right here in Owen Sound on November 7th. Matt Epp lives in Owen Sound these days, and he'll be playing a hometown show on November the 11th with Bruce County's own Leah Matthews. Here's a very special radio debut of Matt covering a Tom Petty song. He recorded this a couple of days after Tom's death. It's Room at the Top. I got a room at the top of the world tonight I can see everything tonight I got a room where everyone Can have a drink, forget those things
up there singing a Tom Petty song, Room at the Top. But that brings us to the bottom of Georgian Bay Roots for another week. Special thanks to the Georgian Bay Folk Society and Summer Folk for putting us on the air. If you have music that you want to share or a business that you want to advertise on the show, head to summerfolk.org slash Georgian Bay Roots to get in touch with us. You'll find us on Facebook and Twitter as well. Until next time, I'm John Farmer, and I'll see you folks around.